But this is who you are. You are this glorious being made in the image of God. And once you accept Jesus, this transformation process starts within you. And the more you continue to behold him, the word becomes flesh dwelling amongst us. This is how you continue to change. Your thought patterns change. Your desire for God changes. Your focus changes. I know many of you know those people who are always fighting the devil all the time, fighting the devil. Satan is no longer the center of your focus anymore because he likes to be the center of attention. You know, when he's putting all these things on you, he's not the center of attention. Jesus is. Jesus is. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. In whom I am well pleased. If there's anybody you want to listen to, if there's anybody you want to spend time with, it is Jesus. Don't ever think that any man knows better about Jesus than Jesus, about your life than Jesus. Be in that moment with him. Father, we thank you. The entrance of your word is light. And today we see the transfiguration of Jesus revealed in light, such brilliance that the world cannot even duplicate. And we thank you because that union with you gives us access. So whereas the Israelites were so withdrawn from intimacy with you that they could not even behold a reflected glory on Moses, Peter, James, and John were comfortable in this light because they were already experiencing the transformation of spending time with Jesus. This is who we have become. And every time we sit at your feet like this, we see the entrance of your word bringing light to us. And so we are beginning to go through a metamorphosis as well. We are changing. We are understanding you better. Revelation becomes easier for us. We're able to detect your voice. We're able to listen out for your voice. And so we thank you, Lord, that because we are also sons of God, just like you revealed your son on the earth, you will reveal us as well. And so, Lord, we will not shy away from all the great things that you have in store for us. We will not be distracted by all the things that we have heard. We will stay in an encounter with you. We will seek encounters with you. We will seek you. We will find you. We will behold you and we will continue to do so until like a mirror we will see ourselves beholding your glory and being transformed from one degree of glory to the other. And we thank you because as we get transformed, we see this reflection upon our loved ones all around us. And so Father, just like Jesus Christ, your son, became the miracle that the world had never witnessed before, except Peter, James, and John. Today, Lord, because you said that we are your sons and we are Jesus on the face of the earth today, we say, cause us to desire so much to be on this mountaintop encounter with you. Cause us to be revealed and transfigured just as your son was transfigured. Cause us to be a part of what heaven looks like, to be a part 
of what being in the image of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit looks like. Help us to desire not just to be ordinary people sitting on, on the pews and being regular and fighting the devil all the time. Cause us to be people who desire something that nobody preaches about, something that nobody talks about, but yet you said, this is my beloved son, listen to him. Yet you said that this should be told to your disciples after you died and you resurrected. We thank you because we are a part of this encounter. We thank you because we have this as our heritage. We thank you because in Christ Jesus, not only did we die and resurrect, we also transfigured. And so, Lord Jesus, we receive this truth. And we allow it sink into our spirit, man, and release light into us and all around us for your glory to be revealed in us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I just want you guys to tell me what you've taken away i just feel we should always have this expectation yes it should always be within us this expectation of always seeing him Amen. of always feeling his presence i mean uh, there's no better place for me than in his presence Amen. i his presence I could live there 24-7. That's exactly where I'd be. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. So I just think we have to... It's real. You know, it's real. Yes. We can really grasp this, that it is ours. Just for our desiring it, wanting it. It's ours to receive. Yes. Yes. That's... that's Oh, I feel. Yes. Oh, I love that. And even if you don't see yourself, I believe that we have these encounters. But when we step out of them, we become, yeah. we look normal again, right? Because Jesus didn't carry that glorified, that all that light and glory and everything by the time they were descending the mountain. He wasn't like that anymore. Right. So when you're in that encounter, I believe a transfiguration takes place. Yes. But when we leave that encounter to go about our regular businesses, you mm. know, we look like, oh, that's regular Nadia, you know. Mm. Yeah. But this is our reality. This is our portion. Mm. Thank you. That was so nice, Gina. When you said that, oh, I just want to be there. I, I, I totally get you. And I'm like, yes, you yeah. do get there. And when you step out, you're like, hi, Gina. But Gina just got transfigured. Yes. Amen. Amen. I just wanted to say that um, when, when Peter said, let's build three tabernacles, when, when I was learning this scripture a long time ago, like I was telling uh, Nadia that I'm an ancient woman here. <laughs> um, I remember, I think it was maybe in Sunday school, the teacher saying that Peter was always bubbly, always suggesting, let's do this, let's do this. But I do not remember the scripture where it says, this is my beloved son, listen to him. Oh. For me, that, 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 was, that was really powerful. Mm. I remember when he was being baptized, 
by, by John the Baptist, mm-hmm. and the dove came and, and the voice came out. That I remember very clearly. But this one, it was verse what? This is my beloved son in whom I am pleased hear him. Exactly the way, the way he said it and, um, uh, when, when, when he was being baptized. That yes. I did not. I think that was very powerful to me that we should always listen to the, the small voice that this is Jesus mm. talking. When, when you're in doubt, we should remember that little voice that is Jesus. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. And you see how you tied it with last week's preaching and everything. <laughs> that's so good. I love it. <laughs> That still small voice. Pay attention. Yes. Mm-hmm. All I could remember uh, during the teaching is uh, this Carrie Cope's song. Uh, the more I seek you, the more that I find you. I'm gonna sit at your feet. Mm-hmm. Drink from the cup in your head. Mm-hmm. Lean back against you and breathe. That's the only song, you know? Mm-hmm. When you're in God's presence, you'll be lost totally like that's just the song that kept playing over and over and over in my heart. Like God's presence is something that we should we should never take for granted, and it's something that we should always, you know, want to dwell in because that is the only place we can find nourishment for our soul. And mm-hmm. it's so hard when we have like different voices. This this we we have so many doctrines. Like sometimes I watch. And I see, you know, I listen to some people and you'll be like, is this really what the scriptures say? Sometimes people get, you know, consumed in all these doctrines and they don't really have time to hear from God himself. Mm-hmm. When the same God is always there, always wanting to have a fellowship, always wanting to have a relationship with us. Mm-hmm. But then these days we pour it onto the men of God or the women of God to do the homework and we just sit down. God wants to have this relationship with us. The same way these people saw, you know, experienced it, the transfiguration. Yes. And they were like, no, we really want to be here. Mm. Peter is an extrovert. He's the, he's the one that always has something to say. So I'm not surprised that it came from him. Um, yeah. Let's, yeah. But then God's presence is something we should always cherish because mm. there's no how you can get into his presence and leave the same way you went there. Linda, that's amazing. Uh, Okay, so um, what what stuck out to me is um, we see things, or I see things, Mm -hmm. and then I want to jump on them real quick, and just from the scriptures, kind of like slow down, listen, Mm. listen so that you'll be able to reflect um, you know, not you, not your rush to what should be done, but a chance to listen to what you're being told, what what God is feeling in your heart mm. for what He wants, mm. so that you can radiate and shine mm. in His light. You know, but yes. sometimes I get too quick, and I forget mm. to sit and say, you know, did you really think about what God was trying to say or do through you? Yes. You know, so you gotta just sit down and listen, you know? Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. That's so good. I think that if you um just stay focused and 
you're not distracting. You're definitely not going to be the same. I think a lot of times we, we just get distracted by the happenings around us and we begin to suggest things like Peter was suggesting and mm. try to to do things our own ways. And you know what? One other thing is that, you know, like, you know, read this particular scripture, I mean, over and over again, but you know, what you brought up tonight, I haven't seen it like that before. So the more you have understanding of the scriptures and the more you're able to, you know, stay focused, of course, you're going to become more and more like him. And you're going to radiate from inside and everything around you definitely is going to, it's, it's going to catch up. Amen. You know, that that's the truth, you know, but to put in the time and, and the focus that we need and not to be distracted by all the doctrines and all everything that is everybody's uh, screaming to be heard. Like uh, Linda was saying, we don't know whether it's a scripture or oh, it's man's uh, doctrine or whatever, but we, we just need to stay focused. Yes. You know? And uh, you know, experience uh, God. Amen. You know? Amen. Thank you for that. Marie? <laughs> wow, it's amazing, Nadia. Thank you so much for the teaching. Oh, thank you, Marie. Just learning every day. This, I mean, every time there's something new. But you know, one question I was going to ask. Why did Jesus pick Peter, John, and James out of all these disciples? They were closest to him. Yeah. It's all about intimacy, right? They were closest to him. He couldn't have chosen Judas. <laughs> yeah. They were just close. The three were the closest. Yeah. That's so When I think about it, even John is the one who ended up actually writing a revelation. Yeah. yeah. And the chapter before the one we read, in all the Gospels, the chapter before the Transfiguration, Peter was the one who said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so he, he had started catching up with Revelation that, you know, when Jesus was like, mm. who do people say I am? So you could see Peter was making an effort, you know. Mm. Yeah. I mean, basically, I mean, as you say, this is all about... You know, Romans say that we should renew our mind. Mm. So it is all about seeking him, knowing who we are, mm. knowing know that we are made in his image. Mm -hmm. Even David says in Psalm 27, verse 4, he said, one thing that I desire, I'm always actually, you know, meditating on this scripture, mm. that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, mm. to gaze upon the beauty, delightful loveliness and majesty, of the Lord mm -hmm. and to meditate in his temple. That's David saying, but that's the only way we can do it is just to meditate on his word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just by renewing and knowing that if Peter and John and James, they had that ex same experience, we can also have the same experience. Yes. You know, and um, another thing caught me is like, how uh, God overshadowed them. The cloud overshadowed them. Yes. 
same as Mary when Mary was also overshadowed. Yes. So the glory of God Amen. was upon them. Amen. And the same thing. So it's just a hunger. You know, you know, there's so much destruction. But yeah. it's where we can just have to discipline ourselves and just seek him and you know totally that's the thing he says us to love him with all our heart with yes. all our minds yes with all understanding amen amen, amen. Mm-hmm. thank you so so much those were great imputes and yeah go and have a blessed night and enjoy your transfiguration encounters with god Amen. God bless for the testimony. Amen. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Oh, Hilda, that was beautiful reading. Thank you so much. Thanks. Love you. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share and see that God's truth is released upon those you love, to see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths, the testimonies of God's tangible presence moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now.